Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. It was I didn't, what was it about? It was just that you did a good job and you don't swear. And I said, Yeah, it's like making a cake without frosting. <laughs> And you know, what's that? We said which would be a crime. You just said then you need to start swearing. You just said the f u of the week. See, the thing is, though, I also copied you because in last week's you also said f u. Yes, you did. But at at any point during the description, did I just say fuck you? Which at the end of it, Mm -hmm. yeah. So there you go. You don't have to. If it hurts to to say naughty words, Jackson, you know what? Good for you. Hold out, man. I, I applaud you. Well, it's just on the air, I'll be honest. <laughs> it's just persona. So, you're, I'm, you're I'm, the, I'm strictly playing a character. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of characters. Oh, no. I'm going to change the music, I promise, but not yet. <laughs> Never. Well, hey there. Hey the there. The Podcast is about to begin. You can always follow the show through Instagram, Twitter, and even Facebook if you're still into that sort of thing. The show is streamed live every Tuesday at 6 o'clock Pacific on our Pack Filler Productions YouTube channel, as well as on the Podbean app. You can call the show directly from Podbean and chat along in the discussion on both platforms. Now let's get to the Pack Filler Podcast. How can you not like that music? I mean, it is just, it, it moves the soul it it warms the heart. It's deep cheese, but it's funny one time. <laughs> okay. It's like the I get knocked down and I get up yeah, again. Yeah. It was like, oh, that's a drinking song. And then about the fifth fifth time, you're like, okay, enough. And then about the 500th time, you're like, are, are you suggesting people should get drill? drunk and listen to to your intro? Probably. And then they tolerate it better. Yeah, exactly. You got to see the top of my notes here. It says, play opener. Paul hates it. <laughs> It's on my actual <laughs> notes. I put it in all caps, too. It's like I'm yelling. So, hey, everybody, before we begin, let me remind you about some of the great things happening here at the Pack Filler. First, our premier swag box, everybody, for Club Pack Filler members is going out on March 1st. 
uh, to get on the casket action. I never thought I would say those two words next to each other. Uh, be sure and join up before then. Jackson just adjusted his casket, and he's holding it in front of his screen as I speak. Uh, boxes go out six times a year, and you don't want to miss out on the fun stuff, everybody. So be sure and check out packfiller.com become a member of club pack filler speaking of fun stuff be sure and check out our new series coffee and comments i think we were talking about that before i hit the on-air buttons but some of you might have caught on to some of that stuff now on our youtube channel where it's can you get great reviews recommendations from our bedheaded finest uh stay tuned for more fun on that one and finally this episode is brought to you in part from our friends once again at gooder sunglasses just in time for saint me day get it St. Patrick's mm-hmm. Day. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I'm not a saint, but I ain't a sinner. Uh, <laughs> grab some big Leprechaun Energy, their newest offering, uh, just in time to avoid being pinched. Great fit, great look, polarized lenses, so you can see through that stupid green beer you ordered and understand that you should probably order something else, all at a price that truly doesn't break the bank. So, hey, and guess what? Pack Filler members are going to get a, a 20% off discount in March and April. So another reason to join up. So um, it is once again time to do this. It's so weird not hearing Karsten in the background making fun of that. I was just thinking when he was here in the studio, he didn't do it. He didn't, did he? No. He didn't pot, beat pots and hands pans. And hands together. Yeah, exactly. He's, I think he was nervous, maybe. He might have been. Because he's like, whoa. This is YouTube. This is legit. It's <laughs> yeah. YouTube. Hey, you guys. Welcome to another edition of, edition of the Pack Filler Podcast. We are live on YouTube and the Podbeans as I very speak and as we are every week. We might have to switch nights sometime soon, though, as bike races tend to happen on Tuesday nights. Yep. I don't know. Yep. Because, yeah, Jackson just crossed his fingers. Perhaps Mondays, maybe. You never know. Let us know what night would work, you know, because we just want to work around your schedule. <laughs> We're here for you, you know. Maybe I should just do this every day, you know. If I could do this every day, fuck, finding content every day. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the usual suspects in his perch that we shall simply call Paul's place. Let's welcome Paul Maine. He just had a sip of beer and I yeah. called out his name. Yeah. Thanks. Um, in his kitchen slash dining slash study room, also known as a college apartment, let's welcome Jackson Bulger. Hello, it's all one room here. It is. And me, as I'm pushing buttons as usual, I'm Pat Bulger. I didn't come up with very anything very creative because there's way too much fucking content to get through tonight's show. I, I'm serious. So uh, if you guys want to call in at any given point in time, we got a ton of shit we're going to be talking about. And um, I have to do this. I have to say stop the music. Um, you guys. I'm, this that was is, a brick wall ending. This is. Yeah. And, I, I, it, and it is amazing how I said stop the music and the music stopped. <laughs> it's almost like I'm the dumb shit with like four computers and a bunch of buttons in front of me. You guys, it happened. It happened. It happened. I'm not talking about anything sexual or my testicles dropping or anything like that. <laughs> I never thought it would, but it happened. I've been hoping and praying for like 30 years for this to happen. And, and to be honest, I just assumed that it was always going to be the same. Everything was just going to be the same. But it finally happened. I finally found a good place to watch a bike race. 
almost as good as actually being there. I I I, I think you guys know what the hell I'm talking about. Um, you know Flow what? bikes. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. What? <laughs> no. GCN. Yeah. I had somebody ask me, are you going to mention GCN on the air because they're, they're your competition? I'm like, the GCN. <laughs> 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 oh. Oh, that's yeah, good. that is that is good, isn't it? Um, no, let's geez. get that person in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> well, the studio is impressive. It's yeah, just yeah. the budget that isn't. <laughs> Jesus H Tap Dancing Christ. That was a great coverage of a bike race. Mm-hmm. Uh, the live pass, which Jackson mentioned on uh, the recent coffee and comments, is the golden ray of sunshine. I hope I'm not blowing this out of proportion. Golden ray of sunshine in the doom and gloom of online bike bike racing coverage. Did you, Paul? I, I assume you watched the Tour de Provence. Oh yeah, absolutely, Jack- and live and alive. Yeah, <laughs> Jackson, you obviously did. Yep. Um, you better. Damn it! I paid for your membership. Um, would you have usually? Would you guys have usually watched the Tour de Provence, Paul? If I had, yes. If I had, you would have watched it on on flow bikes or or yeah, NBC. whatever. Yeah. Jackson, would you have normally watched it if if you had access to it? Oh yeah, really? I just heard that you guys are full of shit. Of <laughs> I watch anything with <laughs> bike racing. I mean, we never had content like this before. I always think of it as omelet, omelet, omloop, het nusblad, omelet. I'm hungry. Uh, <laughs> het nusblad. Uh, is that how you pronounce it? I hope I got it. Omloop, right. omloop, het nusblad. Just spit, and it'll sound like it. Um, I usually consider that like the first real race worth watching in the year. I don't, I, I, I've hardly ever watched, well, I've never watched Tour de Provence uh, uh, I, until last year when I heard about Nairo Quintana uh, flying up Vontu. And uh, what was the other one? Why am I drawing a blank? Um, the one I love to pronounce. Um, the one that was last week, two weeks ago. Um, Etoile de Message. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I never, I probably never watched it. I've read about it, um, so I have to admit that I was just kind of like, okay, you know, I would probably have logged in and watched the Vontu, and and you guys are probably saying this guy hosts a podcast about bike racing, and he's admitting that he wouldn't watch a race, <laughs> but I probably would kind of skim through it. Um, I usually wouldn't spend a whole lot of time at the onset of this show talking about it, but you guys, I, I watched. I watched every stage of Provence, and um, I, I, I'm going to ask you guys here on the tail end of this, but in my personal opinion, <laughs> Eurosport coverage, which we know is going to be good, which is a plus, so you know they had, they had really good coverage of the event. Commentary by Daniel Lloyd and Matthew Stevens. Holy shit. No, uh, yeah, where's my plug? Uh, where's my bell sound? Shit! Well, I lost How the about bell. this? Yeah. Ding. Ding, ding, yeah, exactly. I have a cowbell, you know, or something like that. Um, Matt, who's been on the show, mm-hmm. who was on the show a couple weeks ago, um, great perspective. Um, I love knowledgeable. They're funny. They're uh, irreverent. They're talking about all different kinds of shit throughout mm-hmm. it. I don't know if you guys picked up that at one point they're talking about um, shit. Who was it? Somebody's 
somebody's better half who does shoe painting work mm-hmm. and yeah. stuff like yeah. that. And it was just, it was great. It was energetic. It was a little all over the place like those guys are, which, and that's a compliment mm-hmm. because it's, it's, it's just like sitting down and listening to people who know what the fuck they're talking about, talking about a bike race. And it was smooth. And, um, Matt Stevens's energy in the final stage in the final sprint, you know, he's got excited, he's all over the place, and I, I, th- I was just, I was impressed. Uh, ease of access uh, for me, who doesn't wake up early in the morning, it was immediately available on demand, and and I watched the whole thing straight through. Now, it, if I had, if it was a perfect world, I, I w- there would be an app on Apple TV, and I could do it right there. I streamed it from my phone to my Apple TV, and it. It was flawless. So I, I hate to – am I ruining anything uh, with, with, with what you guys – any reviews you could like that I missed that you guys want to comment on on this the particular product? GCN is not a part of this show. No. I'm not kissing their asses. I'm telling you that this was a legit coverage. Yeah. Hey, I think, go ahead, Jackson. Yeah. Uh, I think it was a, a bit of a refresher in my mind a little bit, you know, um, just having the ease of access. Uh, yeah having fun commentary i mean throughout this i even watched the classica de elmera like i didn't which was another thing that was listed on there so just having the the access to a lot more than i'm used to is really is really nice and um their films are also pretty pretty good that they're putting out too so yeah yeah the the commentating between matt stevens and daniel lloyd were fantastic to me it's like um you know, when Paul Sherwin and, and Phil Liggett, that's what I grew up on. But this yeah. was better, I mean, because there was more down my alley. The, the humor was, was better. It was, um, you know, the side stories that they had, they bounced off of each other um, really, yeah. really well. Um, and that's, you know, Paul and Phil do too. But this is a completely different. I enjoyed every single it, – it was, even though I had to go do something, I made sure the volume was up so I could right. hear them. I mean, usually I can walk away from a bike race. And, yeah. and we've mentioned many times how boring bike racing can be when there's there's a breakaway and you can see they're holding it at two minutes. So really nothing's happening. And they're filling, you know, antidotes and all yeah. kinds of different things. Yeah, I thought it was spectacular. And I knew you were going to like it because when I got off <laughs> and I looked and it didn't show the winner. Not that, a single uh, spoiler. <clears throat> nope. Yep. Mm-hmm. Not a single spoiler. Nothing. Um, no hashtags. No nope. anything like that. And I'm, you know, for twenty five dollars, twenty five bucks for the year. If you order before That's the end of February, yeah, right? The end of this month. Yeah, yeah. and then yep. it goes still, to 40. it's worth fifty bucks because Flow Bikes is yeah. way more. And it's like every time you go on their schedule for me, I'm like, there's no Flanders. Yeah, and they're yeah. supposed to be covering Flanders. Now it's on there. It's like oh, okay. panic, you know. But how how nice is it to have one location to have even these off the beat things when we have ten degree day like we did? Yeah. What are you gonna do? Stay inside? I hopped on the rollers and watched, yeah. you know, something and replayed, you know, stuff. And I uh, that that final stage in Provence was it was like you said the break was off. They were chasing. You know, they, there were some thoughts that it might make it, but let's mm-hmm. be honest, it wasn't going to. And uh, and they kept it going. And I, you know, I, I, again, I can't. Well, I probably have in the past insult Phil, uh, or or even have you know, God rest his soul, Paul. Um, not you, the other one. Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, but uh, but you know, it. 
these guys are younger. They have, they're a little bit more in touch with what's going on. Both now my, pro cyclists. Yeah. Uh, Paul was. Paul but, was, yeah. Yeah, but... Do you guys think it was because it was a pay-per-view prescription, uh, prescription, subscription, Jesus, I'm all over the place tonight, (laughs) subscription, and they didn't have to worry about educating people on the ins and outs of the sport? Were they able to just go straight into the little small little details uh, of cycling that they assumed that we already had a back knowledge of stuff going on? One thing I did notice about um was i they they catered to both areas in my opinion because i did see that matt stevens at one point he was he was i forget what he was talking about um but he was he was talking about this specific subject and then he explained like the specific word for instance if i were to explain like a beat on if i were to say the word beat on he would explain what that word is yeah but he said as most of you know this is what that word means yeah but i so i thought it was kind of nice to have that like just in case you're curious and you don't know what this means kind of perspective in there, but also to really kind of get into the nitty gritty of like the, the tried and true cyclist as well. Yeah. And I, I think that helps GCN is their own. Obviously they're taking uh Eurosports feed yeah. and, and they're combined, but they don't have the pressures of, of like America. It's all about the dollar. So they're, yeah, they have a certain appeal. NBC has the same. If you watch, that's why I always watch the live, and, and if I'm going to rewatch live tour coverage, it's the live feed where there isn't Paul and, and, and Phil, and not because they're bad commentators, but they're scripted to cater, you know. Yeah. But, um, and that's just the way it goes. I mean, this, this uh, whole app, this GCN Plus, is like a dream come true, in my opinion. This yeah. is the way it should be, and... I know they're not going to get it. It would be nice if NBC drops the ball and they picked up. Yeah. Ooh. I think the tour is too big of a cash cow. Yeah, it is. So mm-hmm. that, yeah, that they're well, no, they, they're going to have to charge more. GCN would have to charge more, which I'd be willing to to get rid of NBC. I would too. And that's and, Peacock. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 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 um. But I, I'm 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 really happy with it now. Um. I have a genuine question for people out there who who are like me who don't get up in time to watch it live. I think every time I logged into the stage, I was probably down here hopping on the bike. Or at one point, I think I I was having my morning coffee and I went, oh, the bike race is over. I can watch it now because I've just been trained that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I would love to know from anybody out there, or Jackson, if you might (laughs) have, like you got up. (laughs) Oh, hell no. Uh, no, if uh, if you could get wake up during the race and still start it at the beginning. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I, I of course, got yeah. up way too late for that because in Europe it happens at like 4.30 a.m. Yeah, or something Paul's like up that. at that time, but yeah. I'm just like, fuck, I'll just get up a little later and not look at social yeah. media. You know, That would be interesting, though. I think you can join it live. I don't think you can replay it, though. Okay. Because, man, if you could start at the beginning any time... Yeah, I'd pay him a hundred bucks a year for that. Yeah, I'm serious. I would, um, and it's because it's it's worth it. Uh, so, oh, Brent's on. He says he didn't know if uh, geez, he doesn't know if it's a replacement for Flow Bikes. They'll have some races that uh, yeah, Flow Bikes has has yeah. their schedule already. Yeah, up, I so think everybody's going to have their yeah. stuff. Yeah, um, 
I, I think this is a great start, though. Yeah. I mean, I, I was looking at uh, GCN's future coverage. It looks like UAE, which starts next week, uh, Kern and Brussels, Kern, Strada Bianca, Milan San Remo, the whole Giro d'Italia. Mm-hmm. These are all live. Yeah. Um, and there were a lot of other events that they're covering, but they're all the, the highlights and, and things like that. What's cool about what they'll do with the Giro is the after, like what they did at the tour with, with the uh, Eurosport. Yeah. They'll have like Wiggins or, or a couple of guys talk about the situation. Um, mm-hmm. and, and and girls. Um, yeah. What's her name? Uh, Orla. Or, yeah. Yeah. I can't pronounce her last name because I yeah, I'll butcher destroy it. so many things. Patois de message. So, I, you know, I, my, the, I guess, what's up? Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say one thing about the app. I know it's early days for them, and today um, was my rotating day off. So Ooh. I woke up and I thought, oh, man. I, you know, because it started Monday. They have all those film shorts. And Which you I, don't have yeah. to be, a, like, a diehard racing person to enjoy this. Because they have adventure, they have like, they're going to be coming up with a story about the lost um, recent history of bicycles or the new bicycles and how it evolved. That's wow. coming up. I mean, there's a lot of different things in there. Um, people going across, you know, that guy went around the world and and was it less than eighty days? Yeah. Or oh yeah, 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 yeah. That guy from Scotland and yeah. I mean, the app is not on. Uh, Apple TV, which I have, but shooting it up, I have no problems yeah. right now. And as it's early days, and I can't imagine once this ball, the more people sign up, the more they're going to have money to improve their pro- product. Yeah. And right now, I'm I'm pleased as punch. Yeah. I, I, like I said, you know, with all the other ones I that I know you subscribe to, I mm-hmm. the same as many as I. NBC, Flow Bikes, mm-hmm. and now GCN. Plus. It's yeah. GCN Plus. GCN Plus. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. It. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um. It's just. It's exa- and it's not cheap. I mean, uh, flow bikes is what is that? Sixty, seventy bucks a year? I don't know. I think it's something like that. I think I have it. Just take my money. Yeah, th- I do too. <laughs> yeah. I have it on automatic, automatic. You know, and then one time a month, I'm going. Oh, I'm going to go out and get grocery. What the hell? Oh shit! GCN <laughs> came out. I'm not GCN. Uh, flow bikes came out, but you know, and I, I've obviously been on record as bashing flow bikes. And the only thing I'm bashing flow bikes on is their is their spoilers, and that's it. Wait. I don't mind their coverage. I think it's I I I love sometimes when the coverage comes on super early, and I still have this floating head of Paul Sherwin, where he was doing like sound checks beforehand, and he's flipping off the camera. He's just like, <laughs> and I just thought it was hilarious, and I took a still shot of it. And I have that somewhere, somewhere around, floating around. <laughs> um, but I, I don't mind the coverage at all. I just wish they'd understand that they're not a news source; they're an yeah. entertainment source. Hey, have you guys, either Jackson or you, have you guys watched any of their their films? I watched GCN? one yesterday. No. Mm-hmm. Which one? I watched. Um, I started the t- uh, the one with Ted King and how the the breweries and oh, yeah. the one. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I. Well, because I'd, I'm not, as you guys know, I'm not a big beer enthusiast, and that's kind of what that takes up a lot. So I kind of we what we still in, like it. I, exactly, yeah, yeah. I jumped around a little bit, and I did the uh, one where Cy Richardson and um, uh, I forget her name, but she joins him uh, through uh, Colombia. They ride through Colombia mm-hmm. and find like the perfect cup of coffee, which was really interesting. Ooh, I like that one a lot. Yeah. So there's steel. 
pre and post. How long have I been talking about pre and post and and the yeah. importance of those two things in cycling? And then, and then all these people are coming out and they're doing this stuff. <sighs> Although, <laughs> coffee before ride and beer after ride is probably kind of been, it's probably been around. It's been done for a while. <laughs> I guess, you know, I'll, 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 I'll I'll let it go. I'll let it go. I did watch um, uh, Legends, which Daniel Lloyd does, he, and so he did Andrew Toffee. Oh wow! And, and I I like that guy a lot, and he goes to Tuscany, and the production level on this is way better than than they've ever done before. Um, and then I I just finished up before I got here, uh, Fabian Cancellara's. Ooh. He he takes Daniel Lloyd, teaches him how to skate ski. <laughs> it's quite amusing, <laughs> but still, nevertheless, but yeah, uh, so they're they're well produced. Basically, great. Mm-hmm. basically, this is the last episode of the Pack Filler. I'm just yeah. going to quit after this. <laughs> they got all the good ideas, yeah, no, and the money, yeah. No, I did. Uh, I, actually, this has nothing to do with GCN Plus. Is I found um, American Crit on YouTube, and I was going to talk about this later in the show, but this might be a good time to to mention it. Um, dealing with the butcher box team, Jack, I think called them team meat or something like that. I'm sure that, you know, I, I never realized how, um, far removed I am from the, from the USA crits scene. And I really need to get into it because watching, um, the, the second of the USA of the, of the, um, American crit, there were two, there are two films. The second one is so well done. And it really puts you inside some of those races. And, oh, my God, um, if America doesn't embrace that series, that is all America. It, mm-hmm. it, it reminds me of the – and I'm gonna, this is how old I am. Hi. It's the Wheat Thins, <laughs> uh, the Mayor's Cup crit series that we used to have mm-hmm. here in the States. And it was – there were teams that were being developed as crit teams. And I know you're probably yelling at your device going, Pat, this is exactly the same fucking thing they're doing now. Um, and I just – Maybe I, I might not have been paying attention enough, and um, I'm going down to Boise. I'm going to watch that crit race. And I, I have think, you ever done that? No, uh, that's one that I've always I've done. Been. A ton of wheat thins crit, crits in my day, but not this one. Yeah, the Twilight used to be, just be yeah. crazy. I mean, there was like premiums, like you know, diamond rings or whatever, and Jesus. ten thousand people just packed in there. Yeah, I mean, this is back in the '80s, so they just yeah. did a good job of it city i'm gonna i was i was really impressed with the film and um i i looked at my wife and i said honey this is what i want to do and she went this is really exciting and then i just and she didn't say anything after that (laughs) so i'm taking it as a green light my wife said i can help put on or or start to put on a usa crit race in in spokane washington so and jack's on board so you know we're good and we talked to somebody who wants that too. Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. So I, yes, you guys, that would be so cool. Okay. Uh, yeah, twenty-five minutes in, and I didn't mm-hmm. get to who's riding. Who's riding? Jackson Bulger, are you riding? I'm indoors. Um, yeah, we. As th- I mentioned, yeah, as I mentioned on uh, Sunday on Coffee and Comments. Nice job, by the way. one has gone to hell. What? Nice job, by the way. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a fun little time. I had a great time. Um but yeah, it went to it went to hell in a handbasket here in, in Portland. Um we got two inches of snow and for people who like you guys in Spokane or for people who are used to snow, that's nothing. You know? <laughs> My yeah. girlfriend and I are here. That's nothing. However, it's something here. Um people walk in the streets, like 
fast food is shut down. Are they stammering so, in the streets? Is it like a zombie thing where they're just kind of slowly walking around confused and shit like that? Yes, that's yeah. a weird thing. <laughs> it's so strange. And so I have been I've been remaining indoors. The uh, weed shops closed. <laughs> What was that? Sorry. <laughs> the weed yeah. shops closed. <laughs> I'm joking because yeah, weed's legal here too. But it's been weird. So I've been I've been staying inside. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you've been just, just zwifting, chasing cartoons. Is that what you call Zwift them? Zwift and Sufferfest, yeah. jumping between yeah. the two. You race cartoons. Race cartoons. You did. I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, tell me about your riding, Paul. Before we well, get to I me. don't race cartoons anymore. I got rid of that. <laughs> Uh, rollers and as I mentioned before I watched some of the films on GCN that we spent 25 minutes talking about yeah and did stairs with my wife and then uh, today um, I set up my TT bike since that sounds like at least we got that going for us yeah and then I did a little research today on on the UCI legal bike oh I, I was so out of whack <laughs> I would have never really at nationals it wouldn't it wouldn't work what was wrong? Uh, too far out. So you you take your center line from your bottom bracket perpendicular to the ground. Okay. Yeah. If you're inside five centimeters um, your from saddle? your center line, your saddle, you get 75 uh, centimeters to the very end. And I have not electronic, but bar in. Yeah. I count the tip of your bar, I mean, bar and shifter at its longest You got to bring those in. Yeah. Holy so I, I mean, I, I moved them in like a good eight centimeters yeah and that's still the tip of my shifter so it's like way in um and then you can't have a rise more than 10 centimeters from your pad to the top of your of your uh wow so yeah that was an eye opener so um i got a lot of work to do on my tt position to make it legal i haven't even thought about that we got a lot at least a lot a time yeah. yeah time we have time trials locally so you're, you're saying my uh, my funny bike with this tiny front wheel <laughs> yes, isn't going to cut it? really not legal. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's going to work. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that bike is so cool. I, I, know. I just don't know. If, uh, it, yeah, I'm gonna, I wonder I'm if they allow you it. to do it in a local, local series. Who cares? Well, yeah. If I was just like, don't even, just just give me a time. Yeah. Uh, don't put me in the leaderboard or anything. Just yeah. let me start. They'd be like, oh, insurance, you know, we just can't risk it. <laughs> Fuck you! I'll sign a waiver, man. If I go veering off the road, it's my own fucking fault. With that twenty-six inch front, yeah, it's tiny. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I did have somebody ask me on a coffee and comment uh, email. By the way, with that, you guys can send us stuff, and we can and we will respond. Um, if I would, if I would show some of the bikes in the what do I call it? Dungeon museum. <laughs> museum. <laughs> <laughs> and I will, I will, I will do that in one of these episodes here, here soon. So my riding, I'm, um, I got, f- I think four rides in, for this week, um, and I did chase, I did race cartoons on on Thursday. You got uh, bumped up. I fuck. <laughs> Before I get to that, um, I, I am down to two hundred two pounds. For those of you keeping track of of the 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 rotunda, um. <laughs> I'm I'm two pounds to my first goal, which is I I haven't been under two hundred pounds since college. Then you'd be no longer super. I mean, yeah, I won't be yeah. simply huge. Simply huge, yeah. and I won't be able to ca- categorize myself in this whiff. Yeah, in the two hundred plus <laughs> category, which is really I'm thinking about that. I'm like going fuck. I'm top three in this one. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should just 
keep keep drinking, drinking beer. beer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stick to the good <laughs> shit. Um, I might have to stop the intermittent fasting, though, because I think when training starts getting serious, oh, man, not eating, you know, especially on days where you're going for a long ride, you can't wait till noon to to start eating so i I don't we'll we'll see about that one but uh jack broadhead is probably listening and that that by the way stock up on toilet paper and water um make sure everything is secured hook a generator to your house and get plenty of fuel because the apocalypse is here uh jack broadhead has been riding like fucking regularly and uh, and and yeah, he just called me a Clydesdale. <laughs> Fuck you, Jack. Um, you can call on on Podbean, Jack. You lazy piece of shit. Um, but uh, but that, uh, he's been riding a lot, so things are freaky. Um, I believe we're still on for a spring training camp in mm-hmm. April. And uh, Jackson, I'm, let's just watch his face reaction. Oh, school's a tough one. But, ah, uh, school. Blow off, man. Everybody used to go to like what spring break you know and just like spring break bro we're just going to spring break and then you leave and you blow off your classes senior year nobody matters (laughs) yeah except our spring break got taken away that's true you know that's true um but i've been enjoying the the races i've been doing the the crit series on thursday nights on zwift and uh i if if anybody is at all interested let me know via email via uh however you contact the show if you're a member of pack filler um member bushwood um uh, <laughs> i should have called it fucking bushwood, bushwood. damn it um if you're a member uh, ch- uh chime into the facebook group and let me know if you guys would be interested in, in lining up on on a specific race i think it'd be kind of fun to have a bunch of dipshits in in matching jerseys and and shit like that. But I've been enjoying them. They're harder than hell, and I got up force upgraded, motherfucker. I there I am. I'm swearing, Jackson. I take up the swearing for both of us. I'm there so pissed because I was racing category C, and I know you some of you guys are gonna bust my balls on that one, and that's deserved. Um, and I was getting like top five, and I was like, sweet, I'm not, I, I can maybe work my way up to winning a race. And then they bumped me to category B, and now I'm like top fifteen. And I'm like motherfucker, and and it hurts. It's so much faster. I can't imagine the A groups. I think those guys are all pros or weight dopers yeah. mm-hmm. because it's it's got to be fucking fast. I don't know. Um, I wish I, I wish it was like real racing. It's Paul. not real. I wish it was real. <laughs> I just want it to be real. It's, it's like cartoons. I just want Santa Claus to be real. <laughs> I don't want him to say, Oh, Pat, you're a fast racer. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Okay, let's get to the news, you guys. The news brought to us by our friends at Mojo Cyclery. Hey, guys. Mojo Cyclery located in beautiful and romantic Spokane Valley. They're the home for all... <laughs> that was a joke. They're a home <laughs> for all things gravel. That is not a joke. They also stock some beautiful road and mountain steeds, if I do say so myself. Check them out at mojocyclery.com. If you're a member of Club Pack Filler, ding, ding, you're eligible for a 15% discount with those wow. guys. Yeah, we're not fucking around here. And um, I talked to Morgan over at Mojo today, and they are coming up on an anniversary ride that they're going to be doing when the when the... Weather changes in the light, the, the schedule change. What do they call it? Daylight spring head fallback. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, we're gonna do a we're gonna do a party over there. And we're gonna do a live show over there. So I think that'll be kind of fun. So uh, yeah, stay tuned for that one. And if you're in the Spokane area, 
uh, make sure you come on out and ride with us and be a part of that. So that should be a lot of fun. So without further ado, it's time for the news. There it was. Just further ado, and then there was a little pause there. Um, and so it begins, or well begins again, uh, is the headline for uh, Brain Victorious. Can we take us? Can we take a second and talk about that fucking name, Bahrain Victorious? I wish they'd Bahrain, explain it. Bahrain Victorious. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah, just the mighty ducks of cycling. Give me a fucking break. But anyway, um, they lived up to their new name. Uh, name as sprinter Phil Bajas edged out double stage winner David uh, David Ballerini um, in a close sprint event. Um, we talked about Tour de Provence. Um, so um, on a quiet day for the GC riders, you know, we saw a whole lot of stuff going on with that race. We talked about that at the onset of the show. But I did want to comment on a couple things that were going on there. Number one. Um, yes, we did have a Trois de Bessage already, but uh, we've also seen some one-offs here and there, something like that. But tell me about some thoughts coming off the first races of the 2021 season you guys might have seen. Um, number one, Ivan Sosa. Um, I probably don't pay enough attention, even though I talk about bike racing on, on a microphone. Um <laughs> Uh, just fucking great ride and um, Bernal and his performance and I think more importantly the Frenchman himself Julian Alaphilippe he didn't on, fall down he didn't fall down he's his, he <laughs> didn't is, raise his hands too he, early he is the new Tommy Vokler let's all agree uh-huh. he's he, he's moving around he's got the ants in his pants he's doing something fucking weird all the time but he's he the way he rode that race Great climb up up yeah. on two, and even still going for sprints the next day to move into second overall. Mm-hmm. So, uh, tell me if there's anything you guys noticed or were impressed by, or names I not have mentioned uh, in that whole opening. Did anybody see anything? Yeah, I I thought that uh, first of all, seeing Bernal back at the front of races as much as Ineos unfortunately does kind of control have the ability to control it. Yeah. it it does seem kind of good for me at least to see another pretty top competitor be back somewhat near his best um and I also agree Alaphilippe everybody was really curious after his after his crash how his form would be and I don't think there are any question marks around him anymore he had a really good race I thought uh yeah he's lively he's active he I think he is like a classic world champion, just showing off the yeah. stripes. I think I think he's he's got panache for the jersey. Um, and I think, for my opinion, I think the biggest disappointment of uh, Provence was Arno Demar. I think, especially no. seeing in all the sprints, especially the last sprint, he was he was out of the shot. He was out of the camera shot and which i was really surprised it's by, like he was confused or something sorry to interrupt it's like he was confused or something was broken or something like that was going on yeah it was i mean for alaphilippe to be up in the front in a better position looking all or, around for him no no i'm thinking of his team mm-hmm. yeah yeah but like for for riders who are not traditionally sprinters to be in better positions than damar i, I found that pretty interesting um but yeah, a lot of a lot of really cool insights, and I think Sosa at the moment is going to be a great domestique for the likes of Bernal and uh, the other GC contenders. Carapaz, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, Sosa was 
uh, a big prospect, and Trek had him almost, I mean, he had the pen in the hand. He's too young for Trek. No, yeah, <laughs> that might have been the problem. Yeah. But this is like two years ago. This is like, was it 19 or 18? That Really? Yeah. So he signed with Ineos. I mean, they uh, Trek did everything they could. They coaxed him. He made ver- verbal you know, commitment oh, towards wow. him and everything. And then the next thing you know, old uh, Brailsford says, go my way. I've yeah. got money. So in, in $900 chain wax. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> and, and no disc brakes. And so. <laughs> um, Jackson didn't even flinch. I'm no. watching him on the screen. He's just like, wow. Oh, yeah, well. yeah, fuck you. Um, so, you know, this is the type of race that they give their. The young bucks, you know, yeah. Brunel just Brunel says, you know, go, and he just, you know, watched and marked, yeah, um, Philippe until it was time for him to make the separation. So, yeah, they just throw him a bone at this point in time. But yeah, he's he's got his numbers were supposedly phenomenal, better than Brunel's. Yeah, but you know, you still have to have rates race really marks. early. Yeah. yeah, really early. Um, any observations and some riders that that you might have seen over the last couple weeks with uh, Bessage and uh, and this race in terms of what we might see in some of the future um, one-day races? We've got some of the early Belgian races coming along with Omloop and with uh, Kerna. Um, Jackson, I, I'm going to give you a second to, to, to deal with the fact that uh, that Peter Sagan is... is Gonna miss it. He's out for a, a little bit longer. He's mm-hmm. he's he's, yeah. he's gonna be okay, Jay. He's he's okay. <laughs> um, if if you clap real hard, he he'll come back to life, like yeah. tink like Tinkerbell. Um, but uh, but I you know he's I think I believe he's he's staying in training a little bit more now that he's recovered from COVID. But um, any any riders you guys might have seen that you're going, oh shit, this is somebody I might want to watch for some of these early spring spring races because God. These these first two especially are so hard to judge. Mm-hmm. But yeah, somebody always is like one of you guys is always like, oh, look out for you know Casper Asgreen, you know. And I'd never heard the name a couple years ago, <laughs> and I was going <laughs> Asgreen. Uh, but uh, yeah, now you watch him, and the guy's a fucking horse. Yeah. But you know, is there anybody you guys are seeing right now at this point where you're thinking, watch them this weekend? It's this week. What is Bell? Uh, Om Loop, isn't it? No, it's next weekend. Is it? I it's the twenty. It it's the twenty seventh, and I think the twenty. Oh, I think yeah, I'll have to check the. Yeah, we might calendar. have to look at the phone. Let's go to the phone. Let's go to the phone. Uh, Jackson, anybody you've seen? Yeah, I think um, it's either Davide Ballerini or David Ballerini. Either yeah. way, um, yeah, he was uh, a big surprise. I thought throughout this, uh, Matt Stevens, I think, was talking about it how he might not be the out and out like sole writer for these type of events but i could uh, i could see him definitely if 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 things don't go directly the way they want it to at decoinic i think he could be a great a great option for them i mean outspreading demar and he seems like he has he has a head on his shoulders to put him in the right area so i think that's a really big thing and i i mean i just mentioned it but hell ala philippe was flying oh, shit, throughout yeah. this throughout yeah. these last four days so it was I'm really interested to see where this form takes him because, I mean, it, it seems as if he can only go up. And he doesn't also, knocking on wood, the uh, Curse of the Rainbow jerseys does not seem to rest on his shoulders. Yeah. 
Shit. Well, Al Philippe said that he's his. Uh, he really wanted to focus on the month of April, so just the classics, mm-hmm. and then taper back a little bit. Everything through Liège. But right? I, I, I wonder too how much you know when you start seeing these guys. Since the last season, everything was crammed in there, and, and everybody had the idea that you, you aim for a race and you taper down names. Now you have to stay on top, and you shoot for a whole month. You can keep that level, it seems Shit, like, yeah. for a month. I mean, before somebody like, I'm going to focus on the two-couple classics shut down. You know, now people are doing, like, one-month blocks. I mean, they're doing their races in that period. So I, I, it'll be interesting to see, uh, as for Ballerini, yeah, I think uh, I wonder if uh, Mr. Bennett's going like, "Oh crap! I just came to this team, yeah, and you know, yeah. and yeah. here this this hot shot's coming along." So, yeah. Uh, moving on, speaking of of, of Bennett's uh, and in in George's names, George names. Congratulations to Georgia Williams and George Bennett on the recent victories in the New Zealand National Championships. Oh my God! Can you guys imagine what it would be like to have a country where you could have a national championship? <laughs> Where people actually, I don't know, wore a fucking mask and, you know, and... and they, they shut down the country. They didn't let anybody in, so they... Yeah. Yeah, they... Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they had total lockdown from the people coming rooms. in. Yeah, yeah but... Um, yeah, first national champions jerseys going out. And I want to know, and I think that uh, the guys mentioned this in in the race coverage on GCN, so I'm, I'm probably stealing material from them. But I was thinking this. I, I remember seeing some... Um, national team jerseys from from new zealand and it's all black it's white with a black that, yeah that well i've, just, well, I've just seen all black with the leaf uh-huh. in white and uh-huh. i'm going holy shit that might suck big time in some of the summer tours <laughs> so hopefully they'll they'll flip that do they have you know. seen I've, it white i've had black i've had been on teams with black jerseys that i don't notice the difference so am i am i promoting a wise tale that black jerseys are hotter i don't know they I, do absorb heat, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> the kid backed me if up. If you ride fast enough, it won't catch up with you. Oh. There you go. There it was. <laughs> that one. You're hurt. not standing in the sun. That one. <laughs> with a concert well. t-shirt. <laughs> Got it, Todd. Jeez. <laughs> When's Pink Floyd going to start? <laughs> uh, last story. Please so, say this is not going to be a uh, thing, but the uh, race organizer at the Women's Tour has announced the 2021 edition will be postponed from its original June dates. Um, a six-day event slated to begin in Oxfordshire in Ju- on June 7th, uh, by, uh, but organizer Sweet Spot has decided to postpone that event in order to reduce the complexities of COVID-safe event. So uh, we're, we're looking at we're looking at events getting pushed already. Um, uh, and I don't, you know, I tend to go with this probably every show with you guys where I'm going, somebody bring me out of my, my pessimistic <laughs> shithole. Uh, are we going to see more of this, you guys think? Are we going to see more events Well, you're talking pushed? England, and they're, yeah. they're a hot mess right now. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they're not getting shipment for, like, bike equipment and stuff going across the border because of Brexit. They yeah. have, you know. That yeah. second variation of COVID, yeah. Talk but to you guys, John about that. But but you guys don't think uh, the, the, we can't be ignorant enough to think that it's just going to happen there. There are dumb shits all over the world, mm-hmm. and and we're going to probably end up seeing some spikes before the entire world is either <laughs> dead or vaccinated. 
uh, and and where are we going to go with that? I mean, are we going to see these spikes that are going to be pushing some events? I mean, am I the only one who's thinking about this and going, oh, no, oh, no, I'm depressed. There you go. Am I the only one? Yeah, sorry. Shit. Well, I think that there's a difference between postponement and cancellation. Um, yeah. And I think that's the thing that I think needs to be focused on. Well, yes, it isn't happening at the desired time that we all got our hopes up for. Yeah. As we experienced last year, we're going to like, we're going to get these things at some point. Um, and whether it be all in a three month to two month block or whether it be when it's supposed to happen, it's going to be a pretty good race no matter what. And so I think that's what I'm, I'm trying to hope for. And uh, yeah, you know, it, we can't not or like it can't get any different from what we experienced last year anyways like if we have to wait we've already done it you know so i'm worried about september i mean everything seems to be getting pushed to late august early september even early october there are only so many days that that an event can be pushed i'm even thinking locally Mm-hmm. Where everything is, they're just starting to shove all this stuff, and it's just starting to get packed into those those weeks. I think of local races where uh, we here in Spokane have a gigantic basketball tournament, outdoor basketball tournament that happens um, usually Jul- April. June. June is it? June. In Sorry, June. oops, yeah. April <laughs> second weekend or third weekend in June. Yeah, but now it's being pushed to September. Mm-hmm. Um, what's going to happen when a community can't handle? all these events. I mean, are we going to get to that bursting point? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. But it's up to the you know the organizers in the city, yeah. each individual city, how they're going to deal with the problem. I mean, it's it's a little more complicated than than everybody's saying. Uh, uh, I'm going to do it this. We're going to fill up the calendar. Yeah. 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 So, uh, you know, I think uh, at least in the state of Washington, numbers are going down again. I just saw on the news, but it depends on what news you're seeing. You yeah. know, it's, you know, it's good to see. Uh, we got out of phase two, so you can sit in a restaurant, 25% capacity here. Yeah. Um, so there is there's some positive things. Yeah, we'll probably have another spike. Um, they're getting more vaccinations in, in, in the state and even in our city more rapidly than they thought before, so. I had a beer in a restaurant yesterday, mm-hmm. and the restaurant was warmer than the beer for the first time <laughs> since November, uh-huh. because we've been sitting outside, yeah. and it's just like, holy shit, this has been terrible, but God, it was nice. Um, so I, I don't know. I hope, I hope, God, I hope. I do. I, I'm not always negative, you guys. I just, I really want everything to happen. So... um 
So there we go. I guess that's the end of our new segment. And and I do want to. I'm I'm gonna bump this early, and I hope you know that I'm gonna bump you up early because mm. last time with watch this with with Professor Paul, you got bumped last week. We we had you know several people who hadn't watched the clip mm-hmm. yet. I I posted it on our social media today. So I want to. If you don't mind, I'd like to get to it before we get to our sure. next topic Absolutely. because I I, do, I liked today's clip mm-hmm. i like today's homework uh jackson you're gonna fess up did you watch it i did yeah oh okay yeah i watched it yeah. Um, usually i know that you like paul that you like us to probably comment on what we thought of mm-hmm. it things like that and then we find out that you reveal why mm-hmm. why you something like that and so if you're on if you're on uh podbean you want to insert into the chat slide into my dms that just sounds so gross <laughs> it sounds so gross when people fucking say that what what is a dm I oh my know god means. Yeah, yeah, dirty martini uh <laughs> uh if you want to you know let us know what you thought of, of of paul's homework for today um first of all i don't i don't know if i've experienced this much l- footage of mercs and i forgot I'm glad that you've been assigning this stuff because uh, just seeing what a fucking just gear basher, just, I mean, the cannibal was, yes, it was probably defined as his nickname because he just, he devoured wins, but holy shit, watching him race his bike, he's just, he he was a cannibal on the bike, Mm -hmm. and, and watching that was just, absolutely amazing by the way for those of you listening to this show not knowing what we're talking about we've been posting this stuff on our social media and on the homepage of pack filler um these are great clips to catch up on and watch on and it's not it's so funny watching the old style of footage and these are things that i thought about number one are we going to watch this current bike races in 30 40 years and go oh my god look at how they did that (laughs) Um, there were some really silly parts. Some of the music was silly, but watching the fans and watching the breakfast footage mm-hmm. made me laugh because I'm like, oh my god, they're watching. We're watching these guys eat for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and just the 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 crushing of of the of the gears and bashing the gears on these climbs. Just I loved it. I I thought it was the coolest one so far. Jackson, please, yeah, bring me out of this. Um, I, yeah, I, th- I thought it was interesting to see a different um, era of cycling. First yeah. of all, um, you guys, I, I don't, I don't, I forget what what year was this? This seventy six. Yeah. What was that? 50? I think it's seventy six. I think it was oh, okay, seventy five. Yeah, so, maybe seventy five. Yeah, it's old. Yeah. So, Older than us. Um, but you guys have kind of like traveled through the eras of cycling to see what it has become today, and I very much kind of joined it in that late 2000s to up to now the 2020s so it's it's interesting to see how different technologies have changed and see how uh, how just simplistic i guess you could say or minimalist a lot of things were back then um i will say that i am happy now that we have barriers for fans because we don't know what they can be born on these riders is my only issue (laughs) i love the one that fell yeah. And yeah, they actually cool. included a sound effect <laughs> yes, of the did. person that fell. They did a <laughs> kind of a thing like that, but I, that was great. Yeah. Um, but no, it was, it was it was interesting and I like I said on an earlier one, um, just the aesthetic of that old 
our older kind of footage and that that yeah. time is is a fascinating thing that I really like to consume. I I compare it. I know it might not be exactly within those, um, but the I what um, who who created like Vertigo and North by Northwest? Hitchcock. Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah, yeah. They remind mm-hmm. me of those kind of kind of deals almost. Wow, that's a compliment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Paul, tell well, us the reasoning. Behind yeah, this. the reason behind it was uh, I kind of had a title of you know the more things change, the more they stay the same. Yeah, one that like like you mentioned the hysteria of the people on the oh. sidelines. It still is. I mean, how many times do we see you know in the past and and the big thing brought up now uh, was um, uh, was it two thousand eighteen? I think it was or seventeen when. When uh, Froome broke his bike on Mont Ventoux and he yeah, had to was run, running. Yeah. yeah, and the crowds were just like, you know, there it was a mob, and that's why that that motorcycle had to stop. It's still the same that 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 fervor that everybody has, the just mob mentality. Yeah, um, the tactics have cha- haven't changed that much. If you look, Merckx's team kind of does what Ineos does. I mean, there there's a lot of that still going on. But uh, you know the machines, the big things, they were all in wool. Yeah, um, they all you know down to steel bikes. They probably weighed twenty three pounds. Yeah, um, forty two twenty six is I think the lowest gear you could have on Nuva Record. So I mean, they, and they're climbing the same mountains that these guys do now. Yeah, um, but also I liked what uh, Fuentes said about because he he hit the wall. He attacked Merckx. Oh yeah. And he didn't he, need enough. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he says I, I had cramp, you know, yeah. I, and he laid awake thinking, how about these journalists? And, and the battle between the journalist and the cyclist are still ongoing. There is a huge divide between the two of them, and I like he, he made a good point. What if this journalist is typing a story and he has a cramp in yeah. his finger? He yeah. can stop. I can't. <laughs> I have to go. And then he mentions that he's got another little party talks about. Like, you know, people always feel sorry for the guys that almost didn't make the time cut. It's just as hard winning as it is losing. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. It's a hard, hard sport. So, yeah, yeah I like that section. It's, it, was a, it was a great clip. Um, for, yeah, again, for those of you guys who, who did, had, didn't have a chance to, to catch that one, look on our Facebook page because I included the link there. And yeah, I, thought, I thought it was really good. Um, is, there, and is there anything on the – you got for us next, or, or are you? Yeah, just I'm. I'm bringing it at a little closer to uh, Jackson's <laughs> time period. <clears throat> I'm going to have two back to back. Believe it, because we're going in the classics. There's um, Cervelo team had test team did their Beyond the Peloton, and they did these little nine seven minute segments of, of okay. their races. They, and you can you can go into theirs and and follow. But the ones I'm going to do. Uh, include are the ones for Flanders and um, Perry Roubaix in 2011, and uh, that's this is the year that Cervelo Test Team yeah. merges with um, Garmin. Oh, okay. And mm-hmm. there was there was some clashing ahead. If you read um, uh, Jonathan Botter's book Nine Lives, um, you'll understand. There's Tor Hirschhoff, who's the world champion. And uh, him, yeah. They, oh, really? They, yeah. But okay. y- you don't really see it on that little because they're not going. It's promoting Cervelo team. <laughs> so, 
but uh yeah it, it's it, it's interesting um and just to keep in mind tour tour was not happy in that race in the Perry Roubaix not happy with John I'm trying Fires. to think of what he did yeah I'm trying well, to remember his teammate and it's not a big spoiler because anybody yeah. can look it up his teammate um Johan van Sommeren who yeah. ended up winning and he was almost virtually on a flat tire but Cancellara was getting pissed off because Tor was ordered not to race and he's in the world championship jersey oh, shit. and Vodders pulls up and we got Van Summeren up up ahead and who's not a potential winner yeah. you know they don't they're throwing the dice they don't know and uh Jonathan Vodders has um uh, Peter Van Petergum as a DS to help him out on the classics yeah Van Petergum can't say he didn't know what to do he doesn't say a word to the whole race this whole moment of choice of oh, who, who wins the race but you don't see this in the clip, yeah. but keep that in the mind. Van Petergum, who won Roubaix in Flanders in 03, you know, he's brought in to help the classics. And he's just like staring straight ahead and bothers, what the fuck do I do? Really? And, yeah. And uh, so he chose, he chose Van Summeren, who wins, and then <laughs> proposes to his girlfriend to get married. <laughs> and sadly, they divorce. Oh, no. <laughs> Later on. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> He said that was the biggest mistake he ever did. Well, not because of the marriage, but because yeah. it became so public. Oh, so, wow. Van Summer. Yeah. There's a little background before yeah. your homework, yeah. people. So watch that. It's kind of entertaining. This is, these are the best homework assignments you could have. And uh, <laughs> several of us are really slacking, and we're watching them like, on Tuesdays before yeah. we we come on the show, but uh, but we're I'll, I'll post those on all social media and get those get those out there and get those going. So um, I do want to talk, and this was um, we're we're fifty eight nine minutes of course, wow. um, but I do want to talk about something I brought up last week, and, and and this was off the air. I talked to you guys last week, and and so I do have to say our topic brought to you by our friends at Giant Bicycles. You've seen them in the peloton, you've seen them on the trails, you've seen them on gravel. Hell, you've likely seen them in Wales. See how I did that? Mm -hmm. You've seen them in the peloton. You've seen them on the trails. You've seen them on the gravel. Hell, you've seen them in Wales. <laughs> See how I did that? Giant Bicycle has the model for you and your riding style from the best in the race to the smile on your face. Get over to Giant Bikes. <laughs> did you write that? I did. Yeah. Dot com or GiantBikes.com or even better, your local bike shop to schedule a ride today. Uh, so here's what I want to do, you guys. I want to talk about, uh, and and the, the term alternative racing has been kicked around a lot. And uh, with everything happening in our society, I think that uh, we need to find a different way to skin this proverbial cat. And, and no, I'm not going to you know, condone killing animals. Sorry, Jackson. <laughs> Jackson says to buy a cat. I'm saying to skin it. Um, but, but, but I want to talk about different ways of approaching uh, the sport. Um, and, and we've always been pretty good at it. You know, we've had different alternatives of styles of racing from, you know, from track to road to mountain to gravel and, you know, fondos and, and all these types of things are being uh, created. And I think we're at a crossroads right now where things need to be done. And so what I want to ask you guys is um, 
especially in this time of COVID, if we can't do this as a big group, what can we do? And here's, um, I've, I've come up with some concepts and I told you guys about these and um, I want to know what you guys think of them. And I want to know if you guys could, if we could kind of brainstorm this and see if there's new ways to create a brand new breed of bike racing. So no pressure. All right. We have to come out of here with the best idea ever. <laughs> so, um, here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw out some of the ideas that, that wake me up in the middle of the night. Okay, the first thing, and, and by the way, uh, where is it? My, uh, my Batman book is, is my, my journal with, with I write all these things in. And, um, and I, if somebody were to break open this book and go, wow, Pat's deepest secret. Holy shit, this guy's weird. <laughs> it would probably be that because I'm, I'm, I'm writing stuff about about bike races and he's bike into race latex what the? <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly but okay so for example i was i was thinking of uh, um this this series that i want to put on um about in terms of creating races and i was going if we're still in this phase two of covid or even if we weren't are there ways that you can create something that attracts a lot of people, especially those people who are new to the sport, but also attracts the people who have been at it for a long time? That is one of the great things I think we can say about Fondos is everybody can sign up for them. You race them or you don't. You get a cookie and, and you're good to go. Paul, you're looking at me like, fuck, I hate Fondos. <laughs> I don't hate them. I think that, you know, all this alternative racing stuff, I think it's it's good. It gets people out on bikes, gets them outside. Yeah. It 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 doesn't it doesn't do anything for me. I mean, a fondo once in a while, like when I did Coeur d'Alene, as much as I poo pooed. Yes, I said it again. Nah. Um, it, you know, it was kind of fun. Um, but you know, you pay so much money for those, yeah. and it's like, I don't. I, it's the dollar value is not because yeah. I'm cheap. Um, but I I like you know hearing things you know like uh. Uh, Justin Short and and his little yeah. stuff and those guys have tons of fun. That's what it's about, um, and and we're all different and and uh, you know, I I did mountain biking. I never raced one. <laughs> I cycle cross. I did race that, and, and they weren't. It's like yeah, that's fine. Okay, but uh, they just don't. But road cycling is like I I just live and breathe. Yeah, you know, so. And then there's some people that are just like Jackson. He's he's and Lachlan Morton. I just threw you in with Lachlan Morton. Whoa, there. That's a nice yeah, I mean, willing to do yeah, anything yeah. on two wheels, which is yeah. I think is absolutely cool. But it's not not me. Okay, let me throw you out. Just let me pitch. Like I'm throwing a, a, a TV series idea at you guys. Okay, but these are just simple bike races. Okay. Um, the first thing that popped into my head when we were trying to put these events together, I talked to about doing a, a series. Okay, series of races. And I was thinking, okay, if we can't do mass starts, how are we going to be able to do a mass, uh, uh, these races where people can show up every week, our members show up, they sign up in advance, and they go. Or if you, you're not a member, you, you pre-register, you come to the race like you would any other race. Um, and I've been thinking about varied surfaces because, mm-hmm. sorry, Paul, it's not yeah. all just road. But you, you mm-hmm. fly around on gravel. You yeah, know, I don't stuff have a problem like with gravel. Yeah. Um, I've been thinking of very terrains, climbs versus flats versus things like that, and, um, and distances. Here's my question for you guys. The concept of a solo, two-person, or even up to four-person 
I don't want to call it a time trial, but that's kind of what it is. I'm not talking aero bikes. I'm not talking all that kind of stuff, but I'm talking about that format where it, an individual or a small team or a four-person team launches onto a course at a specific time, almost like a breakaway, okay? And within that specific course, you are, like a team time trial would be, judged on your second, third, or fourth rider, depending upon the size of, of your team. And we do this over varied courses, varied distances, and things like that. So, for example, we have one where it is, is a 15-mile you know, gravel loop. And, with an, and, okay, you sign up. You register for the event because you have to stay socially distanced. And we, ha- we can't have more than, what, 20, 30 people at a venue at a given time. So guess what? You sign up for a, regist- uh, a start window. Okay, I'm gonna, my team, I'm going to go with three or four guys who are in my immediate bubble. We're going to show up between 6.10 and 6.15. We're going to roll up to the start line. We're going to tell you our name and our number. I'm going to say start anytime you want. I hit the stopwatch. You're gone. Okay, you do the course as fast as you can. Maybe even on the longer courses, you have courses within a course. You have a a specific hill, hill climb that is separately timed. You have all this kind of stuff, things like that. Okay. That's that's one race, a style of a race, a 15-mile loop, a hill climb time trial. A, um, I've been talking about a, a, even a crit course where you have five laps. Each team is given five laps, and you can race them however fast you want. You have five attempts to get the fastest lap of one rider. It's the ultimate lead out. You could use all five to build up the speed get comfortable with the course and do just a balls out lead out at the end or you could do each lap at a time we're just going to roll into it we're going to do bam okay we're going to rest for two minutes and then we're going to bam and give it again or something like that those are my first ideas thoughts on that one i want your opinions honest opinions and you listening online i want your opinions would you do that type of a race yeah, I like I, I like ideas, especially now where we um, are able to like participate with just by ourselves or with people who we've kind of kept close throughout this time, um, yeah. and to be able to go as hard as we can. You know, I don't think there's been a lot of opportunities to do that over the past coming up on a whole year now, um, over a year now actually. Uh, and so I, th- I think any idea right now that we can come up with is really good. I like the ideas, especially, you know, me makes surfaces and peaks my ears a little bit. And also um, <laughs> having the possibility of, uh, of different courses, it makes you think different every single week. It doesn't, it doesn't get you into that rut of how am I going to do the same time trial week after week after week. It kind of gives you that idea of, okay, we got to plan and strategize and talk about who's going to be the specific writer for this week to, to make the effort. So I, I, I like the idea and I think approaching bike racing at a different way is something that is also needed. I think some fresh ideas to spice up the world is something that I think that it's, it's a good, I, I think that's a good part of it. Um, that it's, it's different. We haven't seen stuff like this too much before. So I, I like it. Yeah. Paul. Well, you're I, my hardest I agree. critic. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and I might be on the positive side. Yeah. I think, you know, Obviously, what I like to do, that formula has been going on for a long time, and it really yeah. doesn't draw people in. You know what I mean? It it, it doesn't. It's a TT. 
No, just road cycling. Oh, you yeah, know what okay. I mean? Yeah, it, yeah. it doesn't. It, it, you're gonna. Your format could bring different groups of people. You know, outside they would never think about doing a road race. Possibly saying, "Hey, this would be fun." You know, uh, like Washington Trust Classic, where it, they had that corporate cup. Remember the yeah. TT? Yeah. It it brought out it, my sister in law who'd never raced a bike before. Did a, you know a team time trial? Yeah. You know. Um, so it, yeah, those type of events are great. That's a positive. For me personally, if I was going to sign up and this was out there, um, I would certainly look into those because I want to race. Yeah. But if it goes full fledged where we can do standard, you know, racing. Yeah. Then I wouldn't probably do it. I mean, that's I can't do both. You know what I mean? Unless there's an open weekend. Yeah. Um, but it wouldn't be my priority. Here's here's what I'm thinking of. I'm I'm thinking of this being a predominant weeknight series to start. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm 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 talking with local promoters. I don't want to get in their way. Um, and we're we're talking about probably like a Thursday night series. Okay. Um, some buddies of mine do a Wednesday night mountain bike series. Um, as, uh, our our local club here does a Tuesday night series. Oh my God! If we could have three nights of racing mm-hmm. a week, holy shit. Um, and, and doing it that way, uh, and, and, and then going from there and, and building it. Now, if mass starts were suddenly accepted and legal, would, uh, would the plans immediately shift? Probably for at least every other race, you Mm -hmm. know, we'd switch to a mass start format. Um, I think when I was originally talking to you about this, you guys about this, um, having the finale, the last actual race be on a weekend. But it is a longer course. It is a 50, 60-mile course. And the teams are, you have, as I said, multiple segments within the course. You have a hill climb. And you can take it almost as an um, enduro. You could race the whole, ra- the whole lap for a time if you want. Or you could race the individual segments. You could do the hill climb, recover, get to the beginning of the gravel section, race the gravel as hard as you can do a flying 200 meter finish section if you want to ride those individual sections that would allow for people to pick and choose maybe areas they want to specialize in um but it would also allow the people who just want to go out and hammer 50 the 50 60 mile loop the chance Mm -hmm. to 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 get a best time anything anything yeah, I, I, I nodding think doesn't work in an audio <laughs> podcast, you guys. Just letting you know. If you think I'm uh, full of shit, tell me I'm full of shit. No, I think that it's uh, like I said before. Any any sort of racing right now, I think, is what we what we need to really be optimistic about. Um, and I also like the idea of giving people multiple options within one race. Yeah, because uh, I think that that does, like Paul said earlier, draw a lot of people, um, draw more people than just a specific audience, which I think. Um, has been so lost in the sport for such a long time. Um, and I think that now bringing that into it is a really positive aspect. Have you, did you guys see the recent efforts of, of Alex Howes and Lachlan Morton in the, uh, they mm-hmm. called it the old man winter race in, in obviously Colorado. Yeah. Um, it is a specific course that is designated. Um, it, it's, it's not marked, but it is on everybody's GPS. And the race consists of you may ride with one or two other people, I think it is. Is that it? I think. And and the course is is technically open 
from this weekend to two weekends from now, and the fastest team who reports their times wins. And it's 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 a form of race that people are going out and doing because there's nothing else out there. Yeah. Well, I could see that. Um, Ted Chauvin used to do uh, a Strava DT yeah. series like in March in this area, and he had it. You could only do it on a Wednesday, and he had it like I don't know two or three weeks. Yeah, I'm not sure. And and to me, I thought that's clever to get people out. That got me out. Yeah. You know, and it was pissing rain. You know, but still, it was just like. God, this is it was fun. Yeah, I think yeah. If you kind of had that non nonchalant approach to it, say, hey, here's here's this segment on on this day, you're going to come across people. You know, some somebody's going to start at four o'clock in the morning, or yeah. you know, somebody might do it late at night. Um, Justin Short might do it at midnight. Yeah, well, <laughs> or all the courses at once. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. I'm thinking of taking this as a this is a race, and the race is uh, the window to race it is from five thirty to seven o'clock at night, mm-hmm. or something like that. If it's a weeknight race, yeah. and um, you sign up for your times, you come out there. We're there. We have a full timing set up. You guys get a countdown: three, two, one, go. You do the race. The time you f- by the time you finish. It is immediately posted to the web. You get to see your results. You get to brag in the parking lot if you want. You get to stop by a swag table and get all the fun shit that you would normally earn from completing a race. And guess what? You're off. You're done. You know, you you got to participate in a bike race in a time when bike races aren't supposed to be happening. Uh-huh. Um, until we can get mass starts, I think that's the closest we can yeah, do. I agree. And I don't want to just do TTs on an aero bike. Making sure my shifters are, are aren't well, they're aren't not going to do it there. But but you yeah. know what I'm saying yeah, though. Sure. And I also think this is something that um, being on mixed terrain and Paul, you might not want to come out to some of our fire road gravel loops. You know, 15 mile loop in the and you know and stuff like that. But but I also think that's going to be something that approaches a lot of people who are who are just you know who want a gravel race but who want to do something. And it's a two hour on a Thursday night, mm-hmm. something like that. And by the way, I've got I don't I don't know I think I said this in the newsletter that went out to all the uh, the subscribers that uh, I know the term grit grit has been taken gritterium I've, I've been calling oh. it a gritterium and uh, I've got this perfect 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 course um, it's, it's all one, gravel it's a one mile loop it's all gravel and it's flat as a pancake and I how can't many corners um uh, one to basically four well yeah not a square is no it's not a square it's kind of a little swervy Mm -hmm. but um i i just imagine it's it's the closest thing we could have to like a a dirt velodrome Mm -hmm. in spokane and i think to have a weeknight race out there where we're doing 30 45 minute crits out there on on this dirt surface would be fuck ton of fun Mm -hmm. be a fuck ton of fun so those are what we're thinking. Um, and, and does anybody have anybody, There is another idea, I, uh, two other ideas I had, and Paul's going to hate them both. <laughs> you ready? A multi-bike challenge. It's a triathlon, but for all cycling. It's a road, it's a mountain, and it's a gravel. You've got to have all three bikes, and you start from one location, and there's a transitionary, and you have to switch three bikes. I have a mountain bike. Do you? Yeah. yeah, my ninety, my ninety-one uh, T Max uh, Serata. In theory, you could do all three legs on one on a on mountain bike. bike. But, yeah, yeah. But your speed and your efficiency might be different. That's yeah, yeah. one. 
That's one I thought of. The other one I thought of was, and, and you're going to hate this one. This is the one I, I, I... Well, that was not very likable either. The, 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 tri, <laughs> yeah. the three bikes? <laughs> it's, I call it the overnight challenge. I have it written here in my book. The overnight challenge where you have a, uh, a, a set distance. Okay, let's say it's 100 miles out, 100 miles back, or even longer if you want to do something fucking insane or something like that. And it is a completely self-contained event. You have to bring your gear for an overnight trip. It's a bikepacking race, okay? People have to go out to a destination. We have a set campground. Everything's reserved. Everything's dialed in. You ha- The first day's race is out there. It's a, it's a course that winds around. We could have two different courses, one a long loop, one a short loop, okay? And it, and it ends, you know, 120 miles away from Spokane or whatever town you happen to be in. By the way, take these ideas from me because we want people to make bike races. I, um, I actually like that idea. I wouldn't freaking do it, but yeah, yeah. And I then think that's that a great night idea. you have to set up your own camp. You have to provide for yourself. You mm-hmm. have to do all that. That night we could have you know contests of who has the best campsite or you know or or, or clinics or something like that. And at one point I thought of like a karaoke. Yeah, no, <laughs> you know wine and beer tastings. Fuck yeah. it, why not? <laughs> yeah. You know, if for yeah. the average person who just wants to do the event for two days. Yeah. yeah. They're not going to be worried about whether or not they have a couple pints. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and then you know, when you're out there, if you get to the halfway point and you're still feeling like a fucking stud, we have a 10-mile time trial that you can do at night or something like that. You know, or something. But I just thought, and then ride all the way back the next day. Second, second stage is another loop all the way back to your home destination. You have a gigantic party. It's like a fondo for bike, bike camping. Bike packing, that's the word I'm looking good. for. Jackson? I'm a fan of that. Yeah, I really like that idea. See, Jackson likes it. Yeah, and I, I, and I said I liked it. I just, just wouldn't won't freaking do it. Do it. You wouldn't no. do it. You wouldn't do it. Okay. Okay. I hate camping. I hate it. <laughs> I'd do them both, but I'd probably be the idiot who's who's putting them on. So, um, so there we go. So those are ideas, you guys. The Pack Filler series is happening. So this this time trial series I was talking about is is happening until we can do mass starts, and then we're doing mass starts. So uh, plan on watching those. And if you guys have any comments on what you think would be an improvement or a tweak or something like that, don't think that I'm just sitting here going, no, my way, only way, um, and, and we'll go from there, okay? So let's end with a short dose of fun. Short dose of fun because we're, we're an hour and 19 minutes in. Okay, I have one closer question for you guys, and and you're going to need to explain your answers here. Okay, is there a brand of bicycle that you would never be seen alive riding? And if so, what is the reason for you never, ever, ever riding that brand of bicycle? I know I'm shunning out potential sponsors here, (laughs) but I want to know if there's a brand of bike out there you'd be like, Fuck no, I won't do it. Anybody want to go first? For example, I'll say it. I will never ride a Specialized. Because I, I remember dealing with uh, with uh, Specialized bikes and uh, dealing with uh, the guy who owned the Roubaix, Roubaix uh, shop. And Specialized was suing him over the name Roubaix, which was a fucking town. Which had nothing to do with the specialized did not own that town, and I, I got a little bad taste in my mouth over that, and I thought, "Fuck you guys! I'm never going to ride your bikes." Pr- brilliant bikes, a lot of pros ride them. They're great. They fucking fly, and these guys do beautiful things on them. I won't ride them. 
Anybody want to throw a bike company under the bus? I've got one. Paul's got one. Go. Evil. Evil bikes. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Uh, they're because they're, they're gimmicky. Evil? You, you, have you seen their bikes? I, I, I think they're called they evil. I think that's a, they have like a gravel bike. It's like the it's online purchase, right? I'm not sure, but they're they're more mountain. They they're kind of without any other term. They kind of hips are they hit towards the the goofiness. Like they had their oh. gravel bike was a 66 degree head tube. Oh, I mean it's just gimmick, just total gimmick gotcha. type thing. I, I I don't think they take cycling seriously. They just want to be. They design something that's just completely different. But, you know, there is some, and I can't wait to talk to Morgan about this one, Morgan over at Mojo, mm-hmm. about some of the designs that gravel bikes are going into. Yeah, yeah. Well, it depends on the terrain, what, what, what are yeah. you going to do? I mean, they've already figured out on gravel, they have gravel one, two, they've categorized it, yeah. you know, number six, and, you know, like, what is it's it? It's like uh, water features. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> then it's a mountain bike trail. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. that's, that's what it is. And it's a drop So you do, bike. you you want that slack angle. I don't know about 66, but yeah, fuck. Um, you know, but I, I just, I don't like, I, I mean, if somebody's going to buy it, they're going to on a bike, that's fine. But to me, to design a bike just because, and the names on it, what was it called? Something I'm not saying Hagar. people shouldn't ride. Oh, t- Shammy Hagar. Shammy Hagar. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they have like these goofy names. I think Morgan like, sells that bike. No, well, sorry. I think Justin's on that bike. <laughs> Justin? Uh, I don't know if he's going to call in, but yeah, yeah he's, he bought one, I think. Well, that's Justin, though. Yeah. He's basically a drop bar mountain bike guy. Yeah. I love the guy to death. And he's going to give me shit about this tomorrow. Or he's going to be hurt because he made our coffee and comments logo. By the way, when you see that one, that's 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 Justin's work. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. and man. and I in return, as soon as he finishes his video for his uh, when the hammer the man with the, the hammer, hammer song, we yeah. will yeah. be playing it on this show. So uh, I, I'm not saying that people should not ride specialized bikes. I'm saying I don't want to ride specialized bikes. So yeah, you mm-hmm. don't have to. You're not saying evil is not a bike no. for everybody. No. You're saying evil is a fucking bike you're never going to yeah. ride. Yeah. Jackson. I think now that I'm thinking about it, I it's not that I wouldn't ride this bike, but it's just that I'm going to say specialized as well because it's not that I wouldn't ride a specialized ever. I mean, they're pretty nice bikes. And to see yeah. some of like like people I look up to, like Philippe and Sagan riding yeah. specialized, you know, like I, I, I find that to be a pretty telling sign that they're not half bad. Um, the beef I have with it though, is uh, the price of them. Yeah. The fact that their, their tarmac SL is so expensive. Like I, I find that not in the consumer's possibilities in a lot of senses. Um, Cause I think at that point, while yes, bikes are pretty damn expensive. When you get to a specialized type damn. of price range, what was that? You said oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think I think when you get to that that specialized type of price range, I think it becomes a luxury item, yeah, rather than a consumer item, in my opinion. Um, I I look at brands like like Canyon, who are direct to consumer. Yes, they are taking out the middleman of that bike shop which there are some gripes against that, but also yeah. I find Canyon to be more of a consumer brand because you can, you, you can aff- like, yes, $9,000 is a lot of money, but uh, it's no, what? I was just, ah, 
Yeah, it is a shit like, ton of money. That's a lot of yeah, money, yeah. but in the same in the same vein, you know, I'm not I'm not going to have to take out a second mortgage on my house to buy a bike when it comes to buying from Canyon. So yeah. I I think that's my issue that I have there. I and I mean you could you could mix into that. You could talk about the Pinarellos, the, some of those, you know, the dogmas that are yeah. what 12, 18 mm-hmm. grand. You could talk about a lot of brands. I mean, Trex, some of Trex's highest stuff, you know, mm-hmm. right over your shoulder. Uh, some of their high-end stuff is really, really insanely expensive. And, uh, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's out of control. We could probably mm-hmm. all agree. But I just, you know, I was just wanted to know if you guys had any personal little pet peeve hang-ups. <laughs> Paul's is just like, they're trying to do too much. And I'm well, like, uh, it's, they it's... were pricks once upon a time. <laughs> and Jackson's like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, If I could afford it, I'd ride it. <laughs> yeah see that's the thing i don't want to have to think about i could never get it ever yeah. you know what i mean yeah there are a shit ton of bikes out there that i would dream of having but it's just it's never gonna happen mm-hmm. yeah so all right you guys what are we 125 into a podcast um thank you guys paul thank you sir thank you jackson thank you sir Thank uh, you. For all of the, the listeners, be sure and chime in. Let us know what you think about some of this stuff, especially the races. You know, I, I, I want to put on some events that people are going to want to be excited to come out. And if you're and I keep mentioning mentioning the uh, the the club, if you're if you're a member of the club, the worst case scenario is you're ra- you're basically riding for half price at those events. And the best case scenario is they're all free. So um, so give me the input and, and we will make those events happen. Um, thank you to our friends over at Mojo. Thank you to our friends over at Gooder. And I'm sure I'm probably missing about five or six sponsors, but I'll probably get them next time. Paul's going to be sending us our, our video clips and That's we're going to make sure up right now. you are. Okay. And we're going to get those bad boys into your homework assignments. Other than that, if you're, uh, if you're nowhere surrounded by snow, get out and ride and, uh, quit chasing cartoons. Yep. Um, I'm no gonna. I will be racing again on Thursday. <laughs> the the crit course. If anybody wants to chase cartoons with me, uh, chime in and let me know, and I'll let you know the time in which we're gonna do it and what kit I'm gonna be wearing. Right now, I'm doing the classic. Almost looks like the Multini kit. It's the orange and brown kit, and so I think we should all do that and start a race and just get dropped and have a lot of fun. So, uh, stay safe, you guys. We'll talk to you next time. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 